What are you guys doing out here? It's Halloween. We've been trick-or-treating. Are you alone? There's a creepy man in a white mask. Where? And he keeps, like, trying to play hide-and-seek with us. Where did you see him? Look! set the fire. No one told you. <gasps> told me what? Michael Myers is alive. A man couldn't have survived that fire. <laughs> Forty years ago, the boogeyman came for us. We are the survivors of Michael Myers. Lori, what do we do? We fight. Mom, our family. We'll kill him. We're gonna hunt him down and we're gonna put an end to this. He is not gonna stop killing until we stop him. If you track Michael's victims, that's a straight line to Michael's childhood home. Halloween, everyone. Well, it's not quite Halloween yet, but we are here to talk about Halloween Kills. You have reached another episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. I am your host, Zachary Landolt, and I am joined, as I am for most horror movie endeavors around here, by the queen of the spooky, Devin Ray. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's almost Halloween. It's it's, every day is Halloween if you're living right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) To me... (laughs) Halloween is all of October. Like, like the second yeah. of October, like, it's Halloween. Ha- yeah, Halloween is a state of mind. Um, <laughs> oh my. And boy. <laughs> and boy. Okay, so here we are at Halloween Kills. We've arrived. The direct sequel to 2018's Halloween. It is, again, directed by David Gordon Green, and he wrote it with Danny McBride and Scott teams it picks up precisely where the previous film ended and sees laurie strode and her family continuing to fend off michael myers but this time with the help of the entire haddonfield community um so just to start things off um i can't remember what were your thoughts about 2018 halloween were you more more for it or were you like eh on it i can't remember oh i really liked it oh good lovely i did too (laughs) i had a great time yeah um, so right off the top of the bat what were your thoughts about this one um i did not like this one all right okay okay uh but yeah the, we're gonna yes yeah, yeah. There, I mean, <laughs> there, we got break it down uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna break it down uh it felt like this plot 
could have been accomplished in 45 minutes. Um, But there were so many sequences Mm -hmm. that went on uncomfortably and unnecessarily long. Mm, And I feel like the movie was confused in what it wanted to be and to say. Mm. I also think it got really bogged down with how many people were signed on to do it. Yeah. So they felt like they had to incorporate. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, oh, we've got, you know, we've got uh, Lonnie for some reason. We've got Tommy Doyle. We've got uh, Lindsay. We've got Marion. We got Anthony Michael Hall, Tommy Doyle. Oh, yeah. We didn't get Paul Rudd, Tommy Doyle. I found out they did offer it to him, but he was too busy with Ghostbusters. So he could not oh, he's getting any in it. I'm like, oh, good. you're so fancy. And that would have been, I I don't think, a great thing to have Paul Rudd in this movie. Well, like, yes, please remind us of the worst, or not the worst, but one of the worst television One of the worst the ones. Yeah. But I will say, I don't, the only thing about Paul Rudd is like Paul Rudd to me makes sense as an adult version of the little boy who is Tommy in the original film. I don't mm-hmm. see Tommy becoming Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> and I like Michael... Anthony Michael Hall. I actually think he's a very good actor. Um, oh, I agree. And I even his performance just like it, it went down a slippery slope towards the end where I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I blame. 100% blame the script oh, first yes, of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the script is full, full, chock full of trailer lines, movie trailer know, lines. Drinking game? I've been telling everyone about it. New favorite Tell- drinking game. Go. Watch Halloween Kills. Yes. Get yourself a big old drink because you're going to need a big drink. Right. If you need time for refills. Uh, take a swig every time someone says evil dies tonight. Oh my God. And you will need to go to the hospital just like they do in this movie because everyone says it. And it's not just that it's not evil dies tonight. It's also like Michael Myers terrorized this town 40 years ago, but I'm going to take him down tonight or, and I'm going to be the one to kill him or like it's, it's so much of these lines that you would it feels like this movie was made by people that make movie trailers (laughs) right Uh, because it doesn't go ahead one i was gonna say like i i sometimes think and i want to i guess uh, uh, off the bat i guess just i should just admit though and i get that film criticism is is you know complicated but i would say if i was making a chart of how much I liked it against how much I didn't like it, I still liked it more than I disliked it for just for me personally. Um, just because and I, I'm totally willing to admit that I <laughs> felt fan serviced too. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you know, when you're like, I can't argue the points that people are saying, but I also enjoyed it. <laughs> like, I don't, that's, I'm, I'm somewhere, that's kind of where I'm at. But well, I that's will a great agree. place to be. <laughs> and I guess you know because everyone's telling me how it's the worst film in the franchise, and I'm like, I don't know. That's okay. not true. I don't <laughs> think it's the worst film in the franchise. I do think it is a confused film is confused. in the no, franchise. I will, I will agree with that. And what um, I was going to say is, I think this film kind of suffers from 
um, like I call it the Twin Tower Syndrome, where it's like this is clearly the transitional film into the, mm. the finale of what these films will be. I wonder if it will play better with like the other two bookending it. I guess we will find out next year. I mean, um, but like has- I just I just gonna say like the little gay boy in me that was watching these Halloween movies when I was in middle school when they <laughs> flashed back to the original movie at the beginning of this movie I yelped in the theater I was like <gasps> oh my god <laughs> like it's the original movie y'all like I was like losing my shit <laughs> like when Loomis showed up I was like Loomis <laughs> like I was having a moment wow I was having a lot of fun we had a very different experiences I you know. and I <laughs> Because I enjoyed, and that's you know, I, it makes a better conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I okay. It's not that I didn't want them to go back to the original time. Right. I just thought with the plot that they have set up, mm. that it was not necessary to go back to the original time mm. at all. Because, like, you start with such a high stakes crazy intense scenario of michael myers is locked in the basement of laurie strode's home which is on fire she has been stabbed repeatedly in the stomach and is bleeding out in the back of a truck with her daughter and her granddaughter going away from this house yeah and you're like wow what's gonna happen obviously michael's gonna get loose somehow um you have to watch a movie Right, but we don't even we okay, we don't even start in any of those places. We start with a redemption arc for the shit fucking disgusting boyfriend from the last movie. So that he can be in this movie. It's like they walk back everything that they had built in the first one so that this movie could happen. When there were interesting points and sequences in this movie that they could have just done. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think, listen, I love Anthony Michael Hall in all of his weird butterfly pupa stages because the Anthony Michael Hall that was in Breakfast Club is not the same Anthony Michael Hall that was in Edward Scissorhands is not the same Anthony Michael Hall that's in this movie. Like, (laughs) the at all. At all. Um, all. So, and it's just, it's like there's so many different things happening and the script is not good enough to juggle all of those balls at once it is a tricky thing of um i think most most of the performances in this movie i think are very strong Mm -hmm. and 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 keep the movie from ever devolving into what i would deem a full-on mess but then you just think how like okay, like I I enjoyed Anthony Michael Hall. Not to focus so much on Anthony Michael Hall. He, I don't even think he's like the problem with the movie. It's like the <laughs> writing for his character. But like when he when we first meet him, so like you know again. Meanwhile, back in the world where we're going anywhere, but where Laurie Strode is bleeding out in the hospital. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we go to that bar where they're having like a Halloween night, like in the you know having a fun little time. Yeah. And Anthony Michael Hall goes up and like tells the basically a ghost story version of the original like halloween movie and i was very into his performance during all that i was like oh we got we've got a dark and tortured uh little tommy doyle how interesting interesting and i I won't lie again fan service 
there was something very cool about seeing all of, like <laughs> like seeing like Kyle Richards in this movie and being like, look right. how it is, <laughs> like you know, and like yeah. and to my surprise, doing a pretty good job. Like you know, it was like a fun time. But then they were, I just do think the thing. My biggest problem with the movie is I do think it was trying to do too much and there was stuff that was done i think really well but then there would be other things that were a little clunky like just like a little clunky i can't even deny even as i because i'm not gonna uh, pretend the whole thing's great because then that's insanity but i will say i did think this was my favorite halloween sequel in like a hot minute like in terms of it it felt like a proper halloween sequel to me even with its problems i guess okay in terms of like the kills like it was very like thrilling to watch oh i did not like watching the kills in this movie oh okay we are in for it (laughs) i'm sorry i i they made me feel very uncomfortable because like i know um Michael Myers is a is a brutal silent beast, right? Like um but there's this thing that happens uh specifically in f- these big franchise slasher movies where you have a kind of a disconnect from the killing mm-hmm. a-, a little bit so that you can enjoy it. Um right. Oh, I wonder if you're going to say the thing actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh whilst watching Michael Myers specifically in this movie kill people, I did not enjoy any of it. I was like, Ooh. this makes me uncomfortable. Um, and I know that there's, okay, so right. There's a sequence. He's in the house and then there's firefighters. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. there's that big story that everybody or a couple people really wanted them to cut the scene mm-hmm. where he mows through firefighters because <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, people actually do that. People do start oh. fires to kill firefighters. Um, but it's like, well, Michael Myers is an equal opportunity killer. He kills dogs. <laughs> okay. He kills uh, uh teens, doctors, sure, yeah. nurses, whatever. He does, he does like, it all. Yeah. Uh, but I, d- I was like, I don't like watching him kill these firefighters. And I don't like watching him kill, like, right afterwards, he kills an older couple in a just horrible way. Yeah. Um, And maybe I'm just too sensitive now. Uh, <laughs> But I don't think that's true because we just watched Evil Dead and I had a great time during that. But so that's different. I would, I, would, I would say that's a little different. It's more like, you know... um. Even in its darkest remake moments, it's still a little like goofy, right? Like goofy, but like darkly comedic. This movie was not very darkly comedic. Uh, I mean, there were some, jo- there were a couple little jokes, but like it was, it was not patched full of jokes. This right. One. I, you know, and actually, it's funny you saying. Um, you made me think of another thing that I, I was very aware of when I was watching this movie, which is when I usually watch a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not usually very emotionally invested in the kills. Like, I'm kind of like, oh, like, even if it's like a lead, a lead character that gets killed, I'm like, oh no, they died. But like, I don't really feel much, I would say. Mm-hmm. And there was something about this movie. I don't know what it is. I watched it twice so far. 
um i rewatched it for this episode for our chat today right and there is there's a couple of kills in this movie that i was like oddly um like feeling emotions during i don't know like which i don't which i don't usually feel during horror movies or like what people would like like um so i mean who doesn't die in this movie uh but so you know so many we... people don't die in this movie <laughs> <laughs> like uh okay so we of course see we meet um the original marion yes the nurse yes i'm like am i thinking the wrong name uh no like marion little Lindsay, little little lonnie you know and we also also it was really funny um do you remember the couple from the bar that were the the doctor and nurse yeah my um maximilian my friend slash roommate actually has done like several projects with the guy who was the husband marcus so it was very wild to like see him in this like huge movie and get killed by michael Good Wires. For him. Like, that's wild <laughs> like, like how's it feel to see your friend get killed that's what you your know, friend looks like murdered <laughs> I, okay i feel like i should say something positive so. um uh, <laughs> no, because I have a lot of <laughs> negative things to say about and this that's movie. Fine. Um, there are really beautiful and interesting things in this movie that I really wish they had spent a little bit more time on. Mm. One of those things being this. Okay, so uh, they go to the hospital, and there's two escaped mental patients oh, from Smith's yeah. Grove. Uh, or from the prison, I guess. Yeah. And, but uh, he's wearing a Smith's Grove. Ch- anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, and he, the other one, that's not fucking Michael Myers, goes to the hospital to get help. Yeah. <clears throat> and Tommy Doyle whips everybody in the hospital up into a fucking frenzy. And they chase this poor man down until he commits suicide. Because oh, um, yeah. he's so scared. And I was like, wow, what a insightful and thought-provoking sequence to have us think about what 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 fear and collective rage can do to people in terms of like what we think of as monsters. But then okay. it immediately just departs from that. And it makes us yeah, also like we it's like they're like Look what he's doing to us. Let's go kill him. And it's like Let's go kill him. <laughs> and it it does raise this really weird question of um like what is morally the right thing to do? But I mm. do feel like that gets confused as well because it also kind of makes this argument that police need to use maximum force whenever possible. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird because not to go back to the flashback. So when they, they did flashback to the beginning of the film, you you it's like young Hawkins from like mm-hmm. the last movie, which I don't fully understand how he's alive because from movie a scalpel magic. a scalpel to the neck is one thing, but he also was run over by yeah. the doctor. So I don't exactly know how he's alive. Um, I guess it's not the craziest thing ever in these movies, but like I was a little bit like I don't know how you're here. Right, uh, but there's a whole thing where he he had Michael Myers slightly humanized for him by hearing his co 
officer talking about how he had a history with Michael Myers, and so it makes him hesitate with like taking him out. He actually ends up shooting this officer in the neck, and I was like, "Well, someone's not a great shot." Um, and so he talks about how later in the film he's like, you know. I looked at Michael Myers and saw him as, like, someone's son. But really, now I realize he's just, like, pure evil. And so, like, it was feeling like there were sometimes just multiple things being thrown at us. And I wonder if it's, again, I wonder if it's all going to tie up lovely in the third film and it'll it'll make a lot more sense. Um, but I will say there were, yeah, a lot of ideas going on in this film, even though yeah. I enjoyed it. I was definitely, and, like, it's got a lot of stuff going on. And they just get, it... <sighs> It's like it didn't know what it wanted to say because at the same time that it's like he's pure evil, um, they stop. There's several times where Michael is put in a position where he can be killed. Yeah. Um, and not just killed, but like dismembered. Um, but they stop. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of making this argument that you should use extreme force and i feel like it it makes a lot of very irresponsible statements this movie in this particular climate maybe it would have been a little (laughs) bit more okay in 2018 but in this was technically written like yeah around that time in 2021 to be like i saw him as someone's son but he's really just evil um and to have you rooting for the police to, and then the police do a cover up, and you're like, okay. Uh, also, I do have to mention well, yeah, 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 yeah. that the way that specifically um, queer people, people of color, and women die in this movie is a million times more brutal than white men. Um, so that's just something to think about. Uh, <laughs> I will say to go to the gay couple. I, I, I and I've had, I've seen, I've actually seen a lot of discourse about this. So I'm interested to see what your thoughts are. Did you think that the gay couple was presented as a joke in the film? Absolutely. You do? Oh, I do. Okay. I do. And there was a part of it that, like, it felt like it felt like somebody on set, if not. I love Michael McDonald. I think he is a brilliant comedian and I wish I saw more of him. But if it's not the actors that are taking it seriously, somebody on set was looking at it with care, but it's kind of like doing those plays that are just a a hair out of date where you're like, "Mm, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it was nice to see a gay couple, um, but uh, there it's something like and one of them is a pirate and like what does that say and do we really need to look at all that i don't know but it felt like these people couldn't just be and that every couple that's living an alternative lifestyle is punished but i guess that's in keeping with the normal traditions of halloween if you break from a puritanical kind of conservative standpoint then you die um interesting I do feel like this is one of the most conservative movies made in 2021. Yeah, it's weird. I guess and it's, <laughs> no, it's just funny how like I like I had such a different experience. Like I, for some reason, I found the the treatment of the gay couple, and maybe it's just because I don't see representation a lot. So maybe I was right. like 
look a gay couple but for some reason it read very like oddly sweet for me like in, in terms of how i feel like horror films usually treat a queer couple in absolutely and no, even I, mean- I would even say michael myers um staging of their dead bodies was actually the most um like tender of all of the bodies he stages in the film and i almost wonder if that was because even though like what you do in my fucking house because they were living in his house they had still like taken care of his house and like made it a home in a weird way like it was like it felt less brutal in a weird way even though they're still viciously murdered as but we, they they <laughs> were brutally said. killed no they um, were brutally killed of course <laughs> but yes again, Michael they, Myers, I, don't discriminate against this that. is what i'm talking about with the confusion though because yes they had a, a lovely retro love song playing while um their dead bodies are like <laughs> cuddling hey, let me know. they're dead <laughs> They're no, they die. They do they die. die. Make also, they they are dumb as fuck because they moved into a house and they knew whose house it was. Um, and then on Halloween, uh, they hear a knock on one door. They hear a knock on another door, and then the door is open from the initial knock with a bloody handprint, and they don't immediately leave. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You have said to like children five times tonight, do you know whose house this is? And then you don't leave. You don't have a dog. You don't have a kid. You could just go. Why didn't you just go? Nobody is stopping you. Both exits are clear. My only, yeah, my only plot, yeah, my only plot hole with that that I did have a problem with, but I just I decided not to poke at it with my brain or else, you know. It's like I, I at this point I at least enjoyed the movie enough mm-hmm. that I could be like I liked it. So I'm kind of like don't poke <laughs> at it too much. Or else I'm sorry, just... I'm here to poke. No, 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 no <laughs> I, you poke away. But I will say when I was watching it, I was thinking like granted they're just listening to music and getting stoned and whatever. But like I was thinking by the time that happens, like when like the bloody handprint shows up, yada yada yada. The whole town is searching for Michael Myers. So I don't understand how they were still in the dark about how, no, no, Michael Myers is like not only very much real and alive, but he's like on the loose. Yeah. And um, yeah, might come to his old house, which is, spoiler alert, where you live. So Listen. I was I was a little confused <laughs> about why they didn't know he was. Like also, Haddonfield is never presented as like a huge place. You know no, what I mean? It's so a I don't small see how they town. wouldn't have heard more sirens, but like, what's going on? Like, dude, you know, everybody got a text at that fucking bar. Yeah, and I get. I got. I definitely got the vibe that they were like moved to town and like maybe even bought that house as a novelty thing. Like, right? But, it was just, but still, like, I just don't know how they were still so out of out of the loop. Um, unless they were just or, unplugged for the night, I don't know. But like it was, just, it seemed a, a tad convenient that they would know that he was. Well, and like, then why didn't anybody go to that house? They act like, uh, listen, an hour and a half into the movie, they're like, "Oh, he's heading to his house," and I'm like, "That's where he's always been going." Oh, that's always. Have, that was a question I want to ask you. What yeah. did you think of the film? Really making a point of like, no, no, like Michael Myers was not hunting down laurie strode like the doctor took him to laurie strode like he was he was going to his house like what do you think of this idea that michael myers is always trying to get back to his home place what do you think they're trying to say there 
I don't know what they're fucking trying you know. to say there. Because it, it's, it's the very third film. I don't know. But like I, I hope so because in this film they had these soap opera moments when they're like, and all Michael ever did was stare out of that window. Right. Maybe he was staring at himself. Right. Or was he yeah. staring out at Haddonfield? And they say it like five fucking times. And I'm like, really why was he staring out of that window? Uh, and they also say, like, anybody that ever stands on that spot dies. And I'm like, well, then why would anybody stand on that spot? And we'll get to that point later. Uh, yeah. But it's like, he, uh, now is the time on a trip to Haddonfield where we venture through what Devin likes to call the timeline of Michael Myers. Just so I can <laughs> remind you of the timeline of Michael Myers' life. If this is the timeline that we are following, because there's five uh canonical timelines of halloween this is the fifth one uh michael myers was born in 1957 he committed murder in 1963 he killed one person his sister judith uh stabbed several times and then never spoke and then 15 years later he broke out at 21 years old of smith grove uh sanitarium and killed three people where apparently in this movie he was quickly apprehended did not fight police and then was imprisoned until two podcasters um, stirred him up until he broke out and then killed a bunch of people uh, because of his new doctor taking him around. And he is 61 years old uh, now. And that's where we are. And that's where we are. And Officer Hawkins says he is a six-year-old boy with the body of a man and the mind of an animal. Mm. And mm. I, I'm like, well, what the fuck does that mean, Officer Hawkins? Like, what kind of animal? Rabbits are animals. Mice are animals. Yeah. What, like, is it my dog, Bruce, who only wants to eat and cuddle? What animal is it, Officer Bruce Hawkins? A body. He killer. <laughs> he's, a, he's a killer. He's a big, giant killer. And he's, like... And so the only thing I can think is maybe they're trying to just add to like I, I the only thing I can hope and this is where again I'm like let's see what happens with the third one is maybe they're trying to raise all these questions and like actually answer like you know do good on these questions they were asking in this film in the third one because right now it did just feel like they were like saying oh so is he an animal how do you deal with an animal do you put it out why is he acting that way I'm like these are lovely questions like right. these are great questions. I don't think they're trying to add more to the just the mystery of him in general. Like, why does he do? Why does he do these things? I'm like, I don't know. That's why he's scary. That's why. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to know. Yeah. Here's what I, I would don't prefer. Explain the third one. I guess what I would say. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want. But that. also explain a little bit because if you're gonna take the time. No, no, no. Here's what I wanted out of this movie, or here's what I would have done with this mm. movie. You see, fire trucks go to Lori Strode's house. She's in the hospital. You don't backtrack on Judy Greer's character development. Um, and then you see Tommy Doyle start riling people up and saying Michael Myers is back. You don't see anything that Michael Myers does. You do see people that are dead. Mm-hmm. but you don't see michael myers himself until mm-hmm. the very fucking end so you just watch the town of haddonfield collectively lose its shit mm-hmm. but i feel like we got this this happens in um jason goes to hell too where they start throwing in weird prophetic nonsense that you have never heard before um you remember that 
And Jason it, it, goes to hell. It's all a blur. Well, well, I'm sure if like, you remind me, I'll be like, hey. So the and Jason goes to hell. They're like, uh, a Voorhees can only be born by a Voorhees oh, or yeah, reborn yeah, by a Voorhees yeah, 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 and can only yeah. die by a Voorhees. Right. And we get the same kind of thing in this movie when Laurie's like, I'm the only one that can kill him. And he mm-hmm. and I will die together. And I'm right. like, bitch, what? Where? For, like, are you... I know Lori's crazy, and that's the conceit we've worked on this whole timeline. Like, right. she got driven well, also, crazy. I always hear Jamie Lee Curtis describe it as, like, the original Halloween was a force of absolute evil meeting, like, an absolute force of, like, innocence and purity. And I'm like, okay, but that's not where we are anymore. <laughs> like, that's, that's not <laughs> that's, where we exist. That's not where we are. <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I do agree, like, he kind of has to die in the next movie. Like, this is an idea of, like, how will he die? Right. Because um, I do feel like we finally, because for the longest time, I actually watched a interview with Jamie Lee Curtis where they were talking to her about Halloween H2O and Halloween Resurrection. Like, did she regret being in those movies? And she said, well, originally I signed on to do those movies with the pure intention of killing Michael Myers. I thought it'd be a lovely bookend to the series. Boom, boom, he's dead. And then they only later she found out that there was a clause in the contract with Mustafa Akkad that you could not kill Michael Myers. But from what I understand, I believe it's his son that now owns the rights to like all of that. Mm-hmm. He seems much more um, open to the idea of doing like a, a proper send-off that would be like, you know, fairly critically well received but also you know give us the satisfaction so i do wonder if that is just where we're just headed is the death of him it's it's also just about will yeah will she go down with him i can't tell where it's headed she has no she has no alternative there's no happy future for uh laurie strode unfortunately Big spoiler. I mean, they started up like flirting with Hawkins um, a little bit at the hospital. So I mean, I don't know. But that's so stupid. Oh. That's so stupid. I don't. I don't want her. No, I'm like, let her be the badass single grandmother that she is, mm-hmm. and do what she needs to do. Yeah. Um, because okay, her daughter Karen Judy Greer, unfortunately, icon. uh, icon. Um, was killed by standing in those fucking that fucking <sighs> do-it-yourself death me- fucking window in Judith Meyer's room. That's another problem I have. Another problem. That's my, that's my other biggest problem, and I, I I rewatched it today, and it was a bigger problem for me the second time. <laughs> okay, so again, we're <laughs> we're jumping all over the place because like the movie just came out. We're we're just talking about it. This is not like you know. We're, we're not taking you from point A to point point Z, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, if you want us to uh, walk you through the plot, you're you're in the wrong place. You're in the wrong place. We're talking about it. Um, <laughs> so at the end of the movie, it leads to this point where the whole movie, Judy Greer has been like, "No, let's stay at the hospital." Like, even though she's convinced uh, that Michael uh, Myers is like coming for... inexplicably, she's like, "Uh, Allison, stay with your grandmother. He's coming here." And I'm like, "Why are you letting your daughter stay with your great, like, with your mom?" who's had a ridiculously uh, crazy abdominal surgery when you think that Michael Myers is coming here. Are you kidding me, Judy Greer? Well, see, I wonder if at that point she didn't actually believe that, but she was trying to convince her daughter to stay. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to Um, say? Who's to say? But so it all leads to the Myers house where, um, first of all, all that 
oh that visceral death of allison's boyfriend which was very upsetting to watch like yeah i know we didn't like him the most no he was not the favorite but like her performance watching it happen i was like oh also he just didn't die and i i maybe that's why i didn't care for these deaths is because people just actually died the way that people die so you have to watch this poor boy get his head slammed all around these like railings and stuff i will say the renovation of the myers house is a house that i would one million percent live in like (laughs) i'm like everything is hunter green and like give it it to the gays like they really they really amped up that house it was it was gorgeous thank you gays Um, also i love michael mcdonald that's gonna say um (laughs) here's my favorite thing from this movie yeah is that michael mcdonald is the only person that has ever been killed by Michael Myers and Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> back to he... my biggest problem with this movie. So <laughs> Yes. So we so poor little Allison's about to get killed and then mommy comes after Michael Myers with a pitchfork and you know I was like, "Yeah, Greer." Like get I was, him. You know, I was into it. <coughs> goodness I'm dying. I'm dying do not oh god i forgot <clears throat> bloop take two so she lures michael myers into the street with his mask like come mm-hmm. come and get it baby and then you know here we go they've the the mob has found him and you know they beat the fuck up out of michael blah 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 and seemingly he's like done in you know, Judy Greer stabs them, yada, yada, yada. So then, you know, we see her comforting Allison, yada, yada, yada. And, like, from what I can understand, it was right in front of the house. It was, like, right in front of the Myers house from the way they yeah. staged it in the film. And yet, somehow, Michael Myers gets he gets back up and, like, kills everyone, including mm-hmm. Tommy. Yeah. Um, and then... And then she's like, hmm, interesting. Like, she's, like, comforting Allison and goes, like, whoa, what's this bloody footprint? Let me go up and investigate that. But I don't even understand how she didn't know that Michael Myers was still alive and it just killed, like, about eight to ten people, I think. How did he get into the house? Yeah, like, I don't understand. That was the thing I was like, wait, they... I don't... This I don't get. (laughs) Like, this is something I don't get. Like... Because she seemingly didn't even know people were dead. I yeah, it was like, like she was oh, like she okay. didn't even know he had gotten back up. I would not listen if I was Judy Greer. I would not have stopped until I had Michael Myers in my, head in my hands. If you killed my husband, you oh, stabbed oh. my mom, terrorized my mom, and ruined my life basically by your yeah. very existence. I would take his fucking head and that stupid mask back with me to the hospital nobody's gonna stop me and be like mom i did it i got him you can rest you can heal like One i'm fucked I up now like about the movie and i think it's what's it's really made me sort of cover up some bits that i clearly like i'm like Ugh, what if i look at too long of course i can see that <laughs> it's just like the idea of it did something that i don't see horror movies do very effectively at least for me which is that i actually saw characters really 
dealing, not to use the T word, that is another drinking game. Go look at the interviews of Jamie Lee Curtis talking about these movies. But trauma, the trauma mm-hmm. of losing people right. in this graphic fashion. Like, there's a there's a sequence of the hospital at the beginning where uh, Judy Greer is, like, washing the blood off of her hands and then she's like washing it off of her like wedding ring and like like there was like really beautiful moments in the film yeah and and even like oh god poor freaking uh kyle richards as Lindsay has that scene where she's running away from michael myers and i will say that was a thrilling scene to watch in the theater because when she was hiding under that tray and then eventually michael myers like actually because how many people actually get away from michael myers you know what i mean um, just like, her you, you heard like a like a audible like sigh in the entire thing. Like, oh, <laughs> when he like walked away. Um, but then there are just things where I'm like, why, why is this so sloppy when other things have clearly been thought of so much? You know, like that's right. where I was. That's why I'm like, is it a perfect film? No, I would never, <laughs> never say that. Um, I definitely preferred the previous one to this film. Yeah, but. I guess I still had enough fun with it that I was like, I'm I'm down I'm down to clown. That's fine. Um but there were just Oh, here's a good question. Okay. Or here's a question I have. I don't know if it's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's a question I have. <laughs> here's a um, question. <laughs> here's a question. <laughs> um, which character that died in Halloween Kills would you have not killed like what you would have kept around for the third film um for the third film for the Mm -hmm. explicit purpose of being in the just like keeping them around like you think there was more narrative to be had there uh more things to do uh because some people have also criticized film for having too many kills of Um, people we didn't get much time with no, I don't think it has too many kills. I think it had too many people in general. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm kind of same. Yeah, same side as sort of a similar coin. I'm just um, like, why were there so many things? Why, like, why is there so many people? Like, I don't think that he was necessary to this movie, but I, I really like um, the guy who plays Lonnie. Oh yeah, um, he was really good. Yeah, I he I know you haven't really watched the haunting of hill house or um a lot of mike flanagan stuff but he's in a lot of mike flanagan stuff Mm, and he has the sweetest like kind of it's dad energy um but like that like john goodman kind of dad energy and i wish oh, i had like seen a great moment with allison in the car where he's like yeah. telling a story about her dad and she starts to cry like it was that was like oh it's good stuff like i think that tommy doyle because of his actions in this movie ran his course i think that poor karen had to die to give some more mm-hmm. uh impetus i guess or whatever to the next movie mm-hmm. um and I don't, I didn't like the boyfriend Cameron or whatever the whole time. So I was like, yeah, that's sad. Sure. I mean, yeah. um, but his dad. I guess he did something redeeming at the beginning of the movie to be like, look, he's not a total piece of shit. Yeah, he's not the worst. I'm like, but he were, he was. And he did spend the whole movie in a skirt. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, for, 
when the movie started, I was like, why do we have fucking Lonnie Elam as a character in this movie? If you remember, he's in the original. He's the kid that bullies Tommy Doyle about the boogeyman. And that almost goes into the Myers house. But then Dr. Loomis is like, Lonnie, get the hell out of here. Move your ass. And he does. Um, And I was like, why the fuck is that kid here? And I was like, oh, because you got this guy who I love and I would love to see more out of. Um, But no, he's he is dead. Um, I do. It was really weird that the way that they treated medical things in this movie in that like Lori has surgery which they showed for way too long which did not need to be there um <laughs> when they could have delivered this bit via nurse who's it's just like she's mm-hmm. gonna be fine she might be a little sore right. but she'll be fine um and then she like injects a full fucking syringe full of some kind of pain pill into her ass to get out into well, again, that was that was one quote where I was like, okay, guys, you can ease up on the. They were like, do you even know what that is, mom? It makes the pain go away. I'm like, okay, we okay, we okay. <laughs> like, even I was like, okay, there's are times where we can, calm down, calm down. It's, I think uh, if there were more naturalistic dialogue interspersed with some of this high drama kind mm-hmm. of lines i would have probably liked this movie better but there's just so much of that like like okay hawkins partner right before he gets um attacked by michael says while looking out of judith myers's window uh like haddonfield a place where nothing ever happens and he gets cut off by michael myers and i'm like who talks like that who talks like there's also these like group of bullies that bully lonnie uh, that are like wearing culturally insensitive costumes, and they are some of the ugliest children I have ever seen oh, in my the entire ugly, life. The redhead brother, yeah. Like, Who are you to tease, sir? <laughs> Ooh, what is happening? Um, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of like people don't talk like that. And I think one of the things I really liked about the original Halloween and the the 2018 Halloween is it did sound like people talking Mm -hmm. like judy greer being like mom you are being really out of line right now like this is can you just yeah i was like that's how people talk and people did not speak how people talk in this movie i thought it was going there because right at the beginning with the with maximilian's friend and his partner (laughs) the nurse and the doctor they are Mm -hmm. being like these fucking boomers behind us are slamming beers and being annoying as shit. And we're just trying to watch this talent show where not Jeff Dunham is performing with his puppets. Like <laughs> Michael, get him. Get him. Get him. <laughs> God. Yeah. I definitely was like, okay. <laughs> no one likes the funny puppet. No. No one likes the funny puppet. Just stop. I'm hoping what I and I I hate to keep saying this. I feel like it's it's a slight like forgiving the film for something that I don't know is gonna be like be good for me to like lean on later. But I'm hoping that maybe because everything was so heightened in this film that like the dialogue got swept up in that and just became like a little a little uh, melodrama. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping with the third film, since it's going to have a time jump, it's going to be, I've heard, like, four years in the future. Like, maybe it'll recenter itself and it'll end in a good place. I'm hoping this is just, like, 
I always find the transitional piece in a piece of culture to be my least favorite. Um, right. So I'm hoping it, it gets... I, here's the thing, and this is kind of where I'm at with this movie. Because, like I said, I did enjoy it. But I also admit that I had, like, obviously, like, issues with it. But I guess I was kind of like, well, for in the... <laughs> in the a lot of it is like in the span of the Halloween franchise, this is pretty good for me because you know, like, <laughs> I, I there was there were some performances I liked, some good chases, some sequences that legitimately made me go, oh, and like you know, I had a fun time. I you know, but like it it was not my favorite, but not my least favorite. Um, but there are a lot of other Halloween movies that I dislike a lot more than this one, right? So, so I'm hoping. I because I loved the 2018 Halloween. I was I was very 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 into it. I rewatched it only yeah, a me couple too. weeks ago. Still loved it. So I <laughs> do have I do have hope for the third one, and I guess that's my last question to you, which is: um, Are there any surviving characters that you are expecting to die in the third film? And also, in general, what would you like to see in the in the last film? Um. Okay, well, obviously, I think Lori has to die, yeah. and Michael Myers has, has to. to die. He has to. Wait, who else um, has to die? What? What? And wait, who else has to die? Uh, Lori and Michael Myers. Oh, I didn't hear the last. Michael, yes, 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 yes. Um, and when you're gonna call I, your movie Halloween Ends, you know? What yeah, I, mean? I think her her granddaughter is gonna survive, but I think everybody that we have grown. Even a little bit attached to, um, like Officer Hawkins is gonna die, um, mm. <laughs> which I was like, why weren't you already dead? But whatever. Uh, I, have I a theory. Oh, what's your theory? It's a quick theory. It's not. It's gonna take long. But I, I have a feeling that when we do the time jump into the future, that he will be in a couple with Lori. Oh, for sure. That's definitely yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, it seems like they were setting that up. Yeah. They well, they had their little slumber party in the fucking ICU. I know. I'm so, and I know it was a little tacky, but I was just, I was, it was nice to see Lori happy for a second. Just for one second. Just for one second. Yeah. But I. Oh, but for a moment. <laughs> Other than her blood bucket. Yeah. She always loves blood. a blood bucket. Um. What else would I like to see? I don't know. I I guess they had little moments from a lot of Halloween movies mm-hmm. in this one. So I guess something that is just like, wow, that feels correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I did love seeing the masks from Season of the Witch in this movie. Oh, hell yeah. I was like, oh my God, here we go. Silver Shamrock. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Like, I was like, yes, here we go. Here we go. But then, uh, obviously, I got distracted by Kyle Richards running around like she was a hobbit hiding from the Nazgul in Lord of the Rings. I was like, what? Why below a tree? And then she's still like, and I was like, bitch, if you don't shut your Botox mouth, I will send him after you myself. You are being so stupid right now. And then why couldn't she get up? She wasn't stabbed. Like, she got choked. She got slammed. But she wasn't stabbed. She, like, crawls out from under that tree. And she's like, he's still out here, Tommy. And I'm like, you are fine. 
Brush it off. Stand up, idiot. What are you doing? She definitely seems traumatized. Which I think okay, but everybody's traumatized. This I is know. Field. The T word. I know. Trauma. Because I was like, I would love to know like how long it had been. Like, had it been like 30 minutes? Had it been like, I don't know. Um, if I if I had somehow out outsmarted Michael Myers, I I I might stay in the same spot for a bit. I just live there. Like this is where <laughs> I, I live. live on this bridge now. <laughs> he didn't find me down here, so I'm th- I'm staying down here. Yeah, I definitely feel like her. I get the feeling we'll, we're probably gonna get more of her in the third one as well. Ugh. But she was given just the right amount of stuff where she wasn't glaringly intolerable i enjoyed kyle and i'm not i'm actually not a housewives boy in any way um and to the point where actually i didn't know what the big deal was with her until like people were like can you believe kyle richards it's it's in this movie i'm like i don't know um like i I was like "I i don't know how that is because uh, all my housewives gays were like flipping out like oh my god i can't wait to see kyle richards oh <laughs> it was like yeah i was well, just like she did they're all proud stop you know what i'm mad about <laughs> where mean? is danielle harris <laughs> i have heard they are working on a way to try to get her into the third film they better that's all i want and just bring I me to really harris feel bad about like they want to make things right with her <laughs> here you are the star i I don't know what capacity it will be i don't know how they will do it but i'm sure they'll find some way right oh yeah i don't yeah i guess so we as always we have our scream queen of the week (laughs) every episode for our horror movies that we shout out who would be your scream queen of the week for halloween kills uh i i guess uh judy greer <laughs> because she she stabs michael in the back she tricks him i there's a lot she does that i don't like but i do like that she tries to save that man um oh yeah and she That's tries to funny. stop the fucking mob or she's like it's literally not the guy you're looking for like, okay also you're... can i say okay that was the only thing that was driving me fucking nuts <laughs> i'm like y'all <laughs> Has Michael Myers ever run from y'all? Like, has that ever been something he's ever done? Ever. In his fucking life. And also, this man is clearly, like, 5'8", if if he's, like, on a good yeah. day. Like, yeah. you know, he is not the build of Michael Myers. And for the ones that have survived Michael Myers, I'm like, you know that's not the guy. And also, I'm like, why is no one listening to some people that are like, it's not him! <laughs> like, it's drive me fucking nuts um yeah hateful uh but yeah judy greer that's a solid scream queen of the week mine was i i had trouble with this okay um so did you pick kyle richards say what (laughs) did you pick kyle richards no but well okay no but i did pick allison okay allison was my scream queen of the week but i did want to give a shout out to kyle richards sequence in the park like i was like 
good for you, sis, getting back in that acting game and having your horror movie moment. And not many people escape Michael Myers' clutch, so I will give her a little a little slight shout out. But she's yeah, not my scream for the week. It's still it's a, it's a grand total of two people that have like <laughs> had a confrontation with Michael Myers and survived, and it's Laurie <laughs> Strode and Lindsay Wallace. Like that is so it. I guess- They'll have that connection in the next movie. I guess she's she's got superpowers too. She can evade. Um, it's all about Botox. She can't tell expression. So you can't tell. You can't see her. <laughs> she can't tell how scared she is. Oh my god. Uh, um. Actually, yeah. So next is this is kill of the week. Now, what was your kill of the week? I know you didn't like a lot of the kills, as you said. I didn't like any of the kills, but oh. uh, if I had to pick one, <sighs> yeah. if I had to pick one. When <laughs> Michael sneaks up on Big John, uh-huh. uh, the the smaller gay, uh, uh-huh. and stabs him in the armpit, and then uh-huh. crushes his eyes yeah. out of his head for an uh-huh. extended period of time, that did make me go. Um, so <laughs> that's my kill of the week. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, I had a couple. I couldn't like. So I, my the one I ultimately decided is my kill of the week, only because it felt like a very like classic Halloween Michael Myers kill, um, is when when Marion and Marcus and his wife are all at the park, mm. and they're all getting killed by Michael Myers, when he tries to fight back against Michael while he's <laughs> killing Marion, and then Michael Myers looks at him like. Bitch, do you know who I am? And just <laughs> knifes him through the eye. It was like yeah. so. It was it was quick. It was clean. <laughs> but also, shout out <laughs> to his fucking wife who keeps firing her gun at the car. And then Michael's like, you know, you're gonna make this real easy for me, and just sort of kicks the door, and it makes her shoot herself in the head. Yes. Like I don't, I'm not laughing, but I was like, "That's fucking." Really no, it was great. Me. <laughs> oh man! So I guess here, okay. So <laughs> on a whole, because we have watched everything in the Halloween franchise, of course. Mm-hmm. I guess this is how we'll end the episode. In the scope of the franchise, where would you put this one in terms of like? you know what's ahead of it what's behind it kind of thing um ahead of it is the original mm-hmm. the one from 2018 season mm-hmm. of the witch and h2o mm. i mm, think okay. it's definitely above four five six <laughs> curse yeah, return whatever um and way above resurrection Great. uh and the rob Our zombie movies coffee can't fix that <laughs> That can only do so much. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's like it's it's in the upper middle. It's above the middle, yeah, but like same. it's like I didn't hate I know it sounds like I hated it, hated it, but you just had thoughts. I just had thoughts. I feel like I expected more. Every and that thought was you my had problem. I wasn't like, what do you mean? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, you idiot? <laughs> That's why I'm like, no, no, don't bring that up. Oh. <laughs> no, oh <laughs> Yeah, I would similarly say, like, I still think the best ones in the franchise for me are the original H2O and the 2018. Uh, I 
I don't know if I enjoyed this more than Season of the Witch, but I did like Season of the Witch. Um, but this is definitely, to me, better than 4, 5, 6, Resurrection. And also, when I was at my new job, <laughs> I was talking about this movie with someone. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh my god, it's the worst Halloween like sequel in the franchise. And I was like, oh, interesting. Have you seen man. them? And then without <laughs> a second, he goes, if you want to know the best movie in the Halloween franchise, no. it's the ones that Rob Zombie directed. No. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> You're dead to no. me. Your opinions are trash. Your opinions are trash. And I was like, get out of my face. Uh, <laughs> like, as schmaltzy as this movie can be, I would rather take schmaltz than Rob Zombie's take on this. I agree. Day. You know what I mean? Like, I guess that's where I'm at. Like, everything felt so pure of intention that I was at least like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I gave them like a light pass. Whereas Rob Zombie, I was like, what happened to you? What? Who hurt you, baby? Who are you, baby? <laughs> What's your problem? Get it together. Yeah, but I did. I did. I was. I'm happy. I saw it. I was. I it, uh, uh, was it worth the wait? I don't think I should have had to wait this long. No, anyone should have had to. I yeah. am excited. We only have to wait until next year to get the last one. Right. Uh, for me, the things I would want to see. I'm hoping, I would love to see a narrative where Lori is less obsessed with, like, self-destruction as the only means of life moving forward, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I hope there's a way that she can, like, heal herself without, like, feeling like she needs to, like, sacrifice herself, like, for this, I don't know, I'm hoping, I mean, I'm expecting her to die, but I would love to see a scenario where that actually isn't something that has to happen. Um, but I also want a definitive ending. I want it to be like, were we to do more Halloween movies, they would really need to like think of something. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. I this has felt like a whole little universe onto itself. So I'm hoping that Malik Akkad will allow them to do a proper send off for Michael. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. We'll, we'll, see. we'll I guess we'll have another episode about this next. Halloween. I guess so. <laughs> next Halloween, um, and you know, it's it. I still enjoyed it. Like I said, like I enjoyed it more than I didn't like it. It's just there were just a couple things. Where I was like, mm, that's, oh, okay. This could have been different. This could have been, <laughs> been different. Yeah. Well, but the Miss Queen of the Spooky, where can the listeners find and support you online on this very festive Halloween weekend? Oh my gosh, find me on Instagram at Devin Ray, D-E-V-Y-N-R-A-R-A-R-A-R-A-R-A-Y, all one word. Um, I apologize. I cannot speak. Um, or at Camel Weasel Whale, all one word, uh, oh. which also is my Etsy Threadless and TikTok. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. (laughs) Where can they find you, Zach? They can find me at Zachary of No H on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. And you can follow my other shows that I host, which are Two Gays Watch, where we have a Hocus Pocus episode out this week. If you want to go check that out, tons fun. Or you can also go check out uh, Messy Mondays, which is my LGBTQ advice podcast. And we have a special Halloween episode that's out that came out this Monday. So that's so exciting. what out yeah um and of course follow this pod at iaw podcast and let you know keep 
sending those DMs, like you know, tweet at us on Twitter what you would like to see in the future. We, like, I've said several times, pretty sure we're going to go through the whole like Scream franchise, but that's probably not going to be until like December, like sometime in December, starting that because like the fifth one doesn't come out until January. But I would like to, I would love to time it so that the fifth movie we could release that episode like the week after it came out you know what i mean so right 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 doing the math we have a couple a couple little things like so what movies would you like us to see like maybe not a whole franchise unless you have like a really good like duo of movies or something or like a yeah. trio but nothing nothing beyond a trio i would say but shout them out to us we yeah let us know you. let us know and until then this has been another episode of Another World, a pop culture podcast. Devin, oh my goodness, we are still completest in the world of Halloween. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> 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 <laughs>